his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. And good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter, host of the State of California, along with Patty Rising and Jeff Bell. It is Election Day 2021, but the Bay Area has just a handful of local races. There are major contests nationwide, though, including a closely fought battle for Governor of Virginia and New York, Boston and Seattle will all elect new mayors. California's big election, of course, was in September when Governor Newsom defeated the recall by the exact same margin by which he was elected in 2018, 61.9 to 38.1%. There are no statewide races today, but here in the Bay Area, there are some school parcel tax and local council elections in five different counties. Nationally, all eyes really are on that Virginia governor's race, and we will get to that and why it's important for Californians in just a moment. But before we do, we just want to say that on yesterday's show, our guest, State Senate Majority Leader Bob Hertzberg, said during our live conversation about the climate change summit that he will be attending in Scotland that he calls former Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger schnitzel and he referred to him by that name during the interview. We understand that calling someone a nickname based on their cultural or ethnic heritage can be offensive. In this case, we have confirmed that former Governor Schwarzenegger routinely refers to himself by that name. It is, in fact, his Snapchat handle. His chief of staff tells KCBS that Schwarzenegger and Hertzberg have been close friends and colleagues for decades. They consider it a term of endearment that they use frequently. Schwarzenegger's chief of staff says many of the former governor's close friends use that nickname for him. KCBS apologizes to anyone who found the senator's use of the name offensive. And now back to Election Day. Patty and Jeff. Doug, political pundits love to identify and follow so-called bellwether elections, and it seems that most of them are doing that with the Virginia governor's race. Do you agree that the results of that election will be very telling for 2022? I do, uh, and there's a reason for that. I mean, Virginia and New Jersey are the only states that hold statewide elections one year after a presidential, and the New Jersey governor's race is really not much of a contest. Democrat Phil Murphy should be easily reelected there. But this Virginia race is really close, and if you go back and look Historically, often um, the incumbent president's party loses in Virginia in that subsequent election, but it's really a fairly accurate barometer of the popularity of the incumbent often, and it often foretells what's going to happen in the next midterms. Well, this year it's interesting because really that's changed. Over the last dozen years, Virginia has become much more democratic. Joe Biden carried Virginia by 10%. I mean, it used to be one of our key swing states, and now it really isn't one. I mean, the, the Democrats have won it, and Biden won it easily. And now this governor's race, where Terry McAuliffe, former governor, running for a, another term, because, of course, they don't allow um, consecutive term governors in Virginia. You can only serve one term, and you can come back and run again later if you want, though they rarely do. Democrat Terry McAuliffe, who's you know a, a former governor there, uh, running against a political novice, Republican Glenn Youngkin, this should not be that close. Biden won easily there. McAuliffe should win by at least high single digits, and it's a dead heat. I mean, if you believe all the polling, it really could go either way, and it's been a really 
hotly contested race. And if the Republicans were to win Virginia here, that would really be ominous for the Democrats in 2022, because it would show, I mean, if you look historically how they, how the parties fare in Virginia, you can extrapolate, you know, within a few points, what's going to happen in the midterms. It would make it highly likely, probably, that the Republicans would take back the House next year. If, if McAuliffe can hang on, maybe not so much, but even if he wins narrowly, it's not a good picture for the Democrats. I want to ask you about Donald Trump's role in this particular race. He jumped headfirst into the race in recent days. Uh, maybe not what um, Youngkin wanted. Youngkin has kept him at arm's length. What will this win, if Youngkin does win, tell you about the strength of Donald Trump's popularity? Well, first of all, if, if Youngkin wins, you can bet Donald Trump will take as much credit as he, he can. Will. Although he has not been out campaigning for Youngkin, he has he has uh, supported him. Um, you know, on the other hand, Barack Obama has been campaigning for McAuliffe. Biden's been campaigning for McAuliffe. Um, Trump has made you know video appearances. He's he sent out messages, but he hasn't actually been out on the stump with Youngkin because Youngkin does want to keep his distance to some extent. Uh, you know, he he's doing what a, a lot of Republicans will do in in places like Virginia, which is on the one hand you want to appeal to those Trump people and get them out to vote. On the other hand, you don't want to alienate the moderates and maybe some disaffected Democrats you need to win. So you don't want to tie yourself too close to Trump. And McAuliffe has been trying to try, tie, trying to tie Trump around McAuliffe's neck at every at every turn because he wants him very much branded a Trump Republican. Um, but, you know, I would say that if Youngkin wins, it's more about the unpopularity of Joe Biden right now than it is about the, po- the, the residual popularity of Donald Trump. But certainly Donald Trump is going to play it up for all it's worth if, if, if Youngkin pulls this out. So, Doug, when our governor, Gavin Newsom, was able to push back the recall effort against him, uh, a lot of Democrats said, hey, look, running on COVID-19 mandates, that's good politics. Is that also playing out in Virginia or not necessarily? You know, maybe not for Terry McAuliffe. Yeah, a lot of Democrats looked at what Gavin Newsom did and said, aha, you know, saying that we're running on the science. Yes, we have mask mandates. Yes, we have vaccine mandates. This, This works. Uh, the voters like this. So the Democrats are trying that. But in Virginia, that's not really the case. I mean, the huge issue in Virginia in this election has been the schools, critical race theory and how much control should the governments have. And that has really played well for Youngkin. And to some extent, he's sort of laying out a template for the Republicans, uh, similar to the one Newsom laid out for the Democrats, which is, hey, you want to win back those suburban voters, hit on this government overreach in the schools thing. Uh, and that resonates with people. And of course, that is underlaid by by COVID, of course, and and how the government has has handled the coronavirus. But so it's interesting because in Virginia, um, McAuliffe running on sort of the same approach Newsom did is not working so well for him. It's been overwhelmed by Youngkin uh, resonating with the voters on the schools. And Youngkin is a guy, you know, he's he's never run for office before. He said some pretty outrageous things. Uh, The Democrats and McAuliffe are trying to um, paint him as far right as they can and tie him to Trump. But he has struck a chord there on this education issue. It's been a really hot one in that election in a way that it really wasn't here because um, even though a lot of people have been very upset about the way the schools have been managed uh, during coronavirus, they were really in the minority in California, whereas in Virginia, it's a closer divide. So you think Youngkin has just stumbled upon a, a, a really great issue that's going to rally people to vote? I think he has in Virginia. Whether that can be replicated elsewhere, we'll have to see. You know, there's always the risk people read too much into this. Oh, look what Gavin Newsom did. We can do that everywhere. The Republicans may do the same thing. Look what Youngkin did. We can do that everywhere. That That's not, you know, one size does not fit all. That won't necessarily work. But in Virginia, there's no doubt that you've got 
uh, an amiable candidate in Yonkin who has uh, hit upon a hot issue and is capitalizing on the unpopularity of President Biden and his policies. I mean, his, his approval ratings hit a, a new low. Uh, and you've got McAuliffe, which, you know, people aren't that excited about Terry McAuliffe, and they don't tend to like retread governors in Virginia. I mean, they only have one-term governors. Most of them don't come back and run again later. So that's not something Virginia voters are used to, and I think that might be a little bit of a liability here for McAuliffe, too. All right. So, Doug, we're out of time, but do you think we'll have results tonight or is this race going to be too close to call before tomorrow? Uh, It's going to be very close, but I think we will get results tonight. That's the indications we're getting are that that will be the case. But we'll just have to see and where it goes from there and what it does mean for 2022. You know, a year is a lifetime in politics. Who knows what will happen? But at the moment, uh, it's looking a little bit bleak for the Democrats a year from now. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available at kcbsradio.com, wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.